Oh god, the orange. Ow. What are you talking about? Your What's blog. orange? Your blog. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 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 I'm gonna fix that soon. I scrolled up and I was like, oh. <laughs> well, see, my my entire theory for it was that it would push you down to the article. <laughs> Like when I use the site, I I have RSS or not R, CSS made set up to get rid of the orange bar, and when when that's when I use it when I'm logged in. But but for others, like it's supposed to push you down. This is at the Nexus episode thirty-two. Hey there, Mitch. On Monday, July 9th, two thousand twelve, and now we aim to please, so please aim. This episode was hosted by Ryan Rappersed with co-host Matthew Petchel and guest Ian Buck. Hey, how's it going? That's good. How about you? I'm doing well. It's been a couple of days since Indeed. we tried to do this, but you... you uh... <sighs> okay, right now I have a two-liter bottle of water and cashews. We'll see if it goes better than the Mountain Dew I chugged in five minutes. Right, and uh, of, of course we, we've ended the... Uh, heat wave a little bit, so now you are surviving a little bit better. No, it's just because I had like 11 hours of work and a bunch of other stuff, and I was just tired, and so I decided to chug a two-liter bottle of Mountain Dew, then got really sick from it, no, and then down to canned nuts. Mistake. Yes, it was a mistake. I agree. A mistake? Mm-hmm. I was awake. I was waking on the toilet and not doing a podcast, but I was awake. Which means you weren't drunk yet. No, I don't drink. Anything but Except Mountain, for Mountain Dew. Dew. <laughs> Mountain Dew, Roundy's milk, only Roundy's milk. You said you got water, so you must drink water. water. Water from a... How do I put this? Ridiculous bell-shaped weird faucet. <laughs> it is a really weird faucet, I agree. Yes. Hey, want to know something funny? Maybe. Due to unusual usage, my Google account is temporarily locked down. Again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh, I'm impressed. Yeah. And, and this time it wasn't just because I accidentally pressed F5. I maliciously pressed F5 <laughs> and held it down for some time. Well, actually, my uh, my my Windows account for Windows 8 was also locked. I had to unlock it. Oh, yeah, it. you're telling me this. Yeah, so I installed Windows 8 over yesterday yeah. on this uh, Skype laptop, which Ian is now chatting through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so somehow, by some miracle, it worked. But while I was installing it, you know, it was just hilarious. So... Remember that? Remember last week when we did the show with your brother? That, yes, that universe. That the night that when we installed it. Do Do you remember I was downloading the preview release over WGit? It was hilarious, and yes, I do remember that. Well, let me tell you it's a little secret. Mm-hmm. It got corrupted. I, I saw that coming. And so I, I I got it. I burned it to the disk. Put it in. Denied. Like it got midway through the installation and it just exploded. Great. Yeah. It was really cool. Uh, so then I re-downloaded the entire thing and it it works fine, but. Uh, so then when I get into the system and start trying to get into my account, it's locked because I haven't used it in like 19 months mm-hmm. or something. And uh, I had to... Your Windows Live account or whatever? Yeah, Windows Live account. And so I had to, like, they would send me a PIN code to type in to my other, you know, associated email account. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out it would always put me into Internet Explorer to type in the code. But every time of I w- went in there, it was the website was broken completely. Wait, wait, wait. So you're telling me... It didn't work in their browser. So I'm telling you, account.live.com was irreparably broken in Internet Explorer 10. It seems kind of defective by design. So what I did is I copied the URL, went into Chrome, worked fine. Well, nice. So, nice. Uh, that's kind of funny, isn't it? Yeah, I thought it was a well-thought-out uh, experience. I went and uh, deleted my live account like a month ago. 
Well, I'm not... Because I didn't want it anymore. Yeah, it's not that useful. But now you kind of have to have one if you want to use the fancy features of Windows 8. Not really. No, I agree. You, really. you just need it to synchronize your metro settings or whatever among Which are just devices. so important. Well, if you want oh, yeah. if you want to have an email account associated with your computer, if you want to have like on the, you know, integrated email, if you want to have an integrated calendar, you need it also linked up. Yeah. Well, it's not like I'm going to be using the on on my computer's like email well, no, program no, anyway. Well, no, no, you wouldn't. But what if you got a Windows 8 tablet like that would happen? But if what if you did? <laughs> That's the point. That's not what I'm doing. Right. Well, okay. Then. Anyway, what do you know? What did you do this week? Um, this week I um, went up north to uh, visit my grandma and grandpa and the rest of my family. Um, had a great time, shot a bunch of guns, um, blew some stuff up, and had saw the most impressive lightning show I've ever seen before. Yeah? How was it? Um, it was very good. I was standing on the edge of a lake um, with my family around me, and there was no thunder. And... The wind was warming, like it was this this strong, steady wind, and no rain, no thunder, and it was just this. this you could so, read a book outside in the middle. So of the it night. was uh, it was heat lightning. Yeah, it was a dry dry storm. Yeah, right. it yeah. was very cool to see. Yeah, it was so bright, so cool. That's pretty good. Yeah. So how's your week been, Ian? Uh, it's been pretty chill actually, because well, not chill temperature wise. It was actually really hot this week. But um, no, I had pretty much the whole week off um, because of Fourth of July well, that's from great. camp. Mm, that's excellent. So um, let's see. Hmm. So you know, you know the Verge, right, Ian? Yes. Wait, wait, Ian. Do you hear something? No. What is that? What are you eating over there? Cashews. <sighs> okay. Anyway. So you know the Verge. Well, so I was I I, I was watching the on uh, uh, the Verge cast. It's one of my mm-hmm. favorite shows to watch. Uh, I was watching on uh, Friday after they had done the show, and I, the the Josh he had a really nice mic stand. It was actually one of these things, but just bigger and like nice. stiff, like okay, stiff enough to hold up this heavy mic. I mean, yeah, it's so heavy. Well, it could be. Well, so I was trying to find one, and so I googled. Vergecast Studio comment, and I got our website as the eighth result. That's pretty awesome. So I thought that was funny. Hmm. Want to know something? I might. I googled nexus.tv. Oh, don't do that. And uh, we didn't even come up on the first page. We should just... I was going to say we should buy Nexus TV, and it's like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I could. I mean, it's a bunch of Google crap, and then some wrestling stuff. Well, our our website name is just so weird. It's not conducive to being found but we did find it in a cool location well actually when i when i google nexus.tv i do we do come up in a in an incognito complete so nice yeah i guess we got better search results since last i checked yeah okay well anyway well you know why um you know one of our recent shows specifically the show with your sister we Mm -hmm. had talked about the nexus 7 tablet and that was the top description Uh ah cool so that's why we're coming up for our own website you know, we. Uh, you know what I would love? I would love if Google would sponsor us with some tablets. You know, they each already <coughs> gave us each a laptop. Yeah, you know, well, they should give us each a new Chromebook laptop, a new a new Nexus Seven, maybe a Galaxy Nexus. I'm not going to push it, but you know, I'd do love you want them. them to do your laundry now too? No, I don't need that. I prefer okay. to start my own clothes. Wasn't that one of the things that you said they were doing for you on April first? Well, you know, actually, I did do that. Yes, <laughs> doing your laundry. Yep. Yeah. 
That was kind of funny. That was the best ever. I fell for it. Everybody I fell for, for it. it so hard. <laughs> I, mean, I fell for it too because I read it on like the sixth. <laughs> <laughs> After he revealed to all of us that it was fake. But it was such a good ploy. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I'll, so, I'll put that in the show notes for all the uh, listeners. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and um, just so you know, if you go to check it out, um, get some sunglasses. There's some orange. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Or you could just scroll down, you know, past the orange to the... Uh, but you might die on the way. To the actual article. Yeah. Well, what it's for is to push you down the page. That's why I made it that way. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, do you want to talk about some news? Yes. Okay. So, do you want to do the lightning first, or would you like to do discussion first? It's up to you. I'll let um, you pick. No, I've always liked discussion first, but you seem to like lightning. And well, why don't we let why don't we let our guest pick? So, Ian, you want to do lightning first? Or you want to discuss our big stuff? Well, first? there are some uh, pretty interesting topics in the main topics, uh, so I I would love to you know cover those first. Okay, let's jump right into okay. the main topics. Ah! Are you using Opera? There's no two finger scrolling in Chrome. And on the Windows 8 computer, I guess the operating system or the browser doesn't matter. But it's, I don't. It's I don't like this. Tra- I know. Like I, I, I can't. Like I demand a real trackpad for my laptops now, and like I can't. Windows 8 will not succeed without manufacturers putting in a real laptop. Yeah. I mean trackpad in a laptop. Yeah. Hey, hey. Um, I don't think you would like my laptop then. It is a fake. Mine trackpad? has just it. It well, it's it has it doesn't do multi-touch at all. Well, none of my laptops do except the MacBook Air, but that isn't Windows, so that's okay. Yeah. yeah. So, he well, and... Yes. I don't know what kind of computers you do run, because we always talk about our He's hardware. He has a Vio. I do. Okay. And how old is your Vio? A year and a half. Okay. Because I remember, you, this makes sense now, because you're cussing me out, because I said when you turn on one of those old Vio computers, it makes a funny sound, because it's <laughs> something with the BIOS. Like, you know those old Vio computers? They have the... <laughs> like, it, it sounds ridiculous, like... Weird noise. Like dial-up? No, it was like... I have no idea what you're talking about. Make any more sense now? Nope. Should be making mine, that sound. Mine, like mine doesn't make that sound. Yeah, but um, but you you went all uh, angry on me on Google+. Plus and all like, angry? <laughs> He's using Google+. Plus. What? And then so I just um, disregarded your comments. Well, that's what everybody should do. Well, clearly you were using Google+, Plus because... No, I it just, just ended up in my something. Gmail. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. That that noise. That was a lot louder than I thought. Here, let me do that again, but quieter. Oh well. Hmm. So quiet, I didn't hear it. That is it. That's not a very exciting sound. But it, it, it happens as soon as you press the power button. I don't even know how it loads the sound stuff yet. Uh, it, it's, it was impressive. Okay. I'm impressed. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's talk about some lawing. Why don't we talk about some lawing? Okay. So as you know, lawyer man says lawy. Yep. And lawyer man loves patent arguments. So you got to start from the beginning on this. How long has this been going on? Three months. Well, just overview. So you got crap company A. No. Angry crap no, company no, B. No, no. You got to be way more specific. Okay. So you got this crap company called Apple. Okay. Does, so, that, does that work? Yeah, it's okay. Take and you up. have this beautiful company called uh, Samsung. Okay. And uh, as you know, um, Samsung is awesome, makes good hardware. You know, this seems like a really biased introduction. And then you have <laughs> Apple, who... They just, they just make crap. Man, I wish we did video. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> video would have helped that narration very well. Um, is it the same kind of crap that you put all over our Google Doc? <laughs> okay, 
I may have crapped in an inconvenient location, but you peed everywhere. <laughs> you know we're never going to get through the news at this rate. No. no okay, okay. So, so um, Sucky Apple, um, Patent Troll, and then you have Samsung, who makes good stuff, but it's a company, so they're Patent Troll. Um, and they've been bickering and fighting about all things. And um, currently in the United States, they can't sell some of their tablets and some of their phone stuff. I think it's just a phone. Yeah, it's just a phone. Just right a phone now. now? Yep, just a just yep. a Galaxy Nexus. Okay, and um, so basically, their solution to their whole problem was to make their phone less better. That, that sounded terrible. I'm so mad about this right now. Okay, I'm so mad. So right now on the phone, you can search. Like when you search for something, it searches the internet and your local device. Like it, it searches. Everything you have, and then everything on the internet. So the uh, use case universal. For the, it's, it's a universal search. Right. So the use case for this is if you have an app, like if you wanted to search your phone for your long lost Twitter app that you have eight pages down the road, mm-hmm. you just go to universal search and you just type in Twitter and it comes up. Or if you don't have Twitter, it goes to the website. That's yeah. the idea behind universal search. Apple has a patent on multiple database searching or something. Right. So the patent is technically for pulling in results from multiple databases. Now let me ask you. Is that ridiculous or not? Yeah, it's kind of it seems kinda, intuitive or, or just it seems quite. it seems like what I like to call standard obvious and what we people have done forever and mm-hmm. in other places also. Yeah. So basically, they're, they're and making this, an update. This patent, this they've only had this patent since like 2011, haven't they? I don't know. I, when bl- it, I think when that's it what the case was. I don't. Because yeah. there were several patents, and I, and I think that the one that, that they well, were this concentrating is the one, on, yeah. they had only recently So gotten. this is the one that stuck. There were other patents they were trying to sue Samsung, the Galaxy Nexus 4 specifically, but this is the one that wasn't thrown out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so basically, the next um, firmware update for the device is going to be removing that nice feature. So an update designed to make the phone less effective. Yeah. But in compliance with um, patent laws. Which, I'm um, so mad about this. So Ian, what do you, what do you what do you think about like do, do you do you honestly think the Galaxy Nexus is in any way damaging Apple iPhone sales? A little, I suppose, but you know, for the most part, people are going to decide whether they want an iPhone or not, you know, or Android or not rather than like I'm going to get the Galaxy Nexus specifically because it has this feature that every other you know, ice cream sandwich phone has two. Yeah, but do you know what really is hurting the iPhone sales right now? The LG uh, Optimus Elite. Do you know why? Because it looks why? just like an iPhone. Seriously. Um, my cousins were just saying, they saw it up in the cup holder, and like, oh, you got an iPhone? I'm like, no, it's even better. It's LG Optimus Elite. Buy now. Um, it's a lot cheaper. It's 100 bucks. Um, depending on where you buy it. Whoa, you're right, that does look like an iPhone. Wow, man, I'm good with the links, man. Oh, man, am I good. Anyway, so... It's almost like you run a link blog. Almost, almost like that. I don't know, do I? No, I should, Hmm. though. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. 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 That sounds so bad. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. Like I said, if only we had video. You know who is taking away Apple sales? Who? Apple? Because it makes the product so sucky? You really think Rim is taking away... Did you not listen to our last show? Their chief manufacturers are deciding they're not going to work with them because they're not going to be able to sell them. (laughs) Well, okay, so... What 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 Apple? I mean, Samsung and Google are doing to the to the thing to the Galaxy Nexus is they're simply just eliminating local search, so you just don't get to search your own apps. Yeah, 
But so, how many times do you think we say Nexus in our show? Well, since our name is the Nexus, I hope we say it a lot. Yeah, we now, should censor the word Nexus. In no, the but I. But either way, if we get sued by Google for using it, or if we get sued by Apple for using it, either way, we get so much exposure, it can never get closed down. And if it does, we'll just go make something else called like the. The Google or the something. Grand Nexus. Oh, whatever. Like we can do anything, and if we get any exposure, we'll never die. And if we do die, it wasn't. It was murder. Wait, 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 wait. Do you remember our first show when we were still in the planning, like back in November? Yeah, I was oh. there that day. Hey, we're almost coming up to a year. Oh, yeah, it's coming soon. Yeah. Um, huge party. Yeah, I think we're gonna get Dominoes. Ooh, Good. Ooh, can we have a Windows Eight party? What do you yeah. think I do with my life? Not have Windows 8 parties? Of course we're going to do that. <laughs> yes! Yeah. And plus, I want to be there. We have dominoes once a week or so. I will uh, start the planning as soon as I get an invite for a free copy. <laughs> <laughs> They're not doing that this year, I heard. Uh, I don't know that. Or this, uh, not this year, but this uh, release. Uh, who knows? Yeah. We'll see. Um, but no, we'll go to Dairy Queen. We'll go. To, we'll have um, a good birthday party for the Nexus. Did I hear Dairy Queen? <laughs> do you think we're going to go to Dairy Queen? I think we're going to Dairy Queen! Yay! So, do we have anything else to say on this Galaxy Nexus thing? Yes. Okay, what? Apple's a patent troll. Do you really think yes. so? I mean, well, so... I, I was reading yes. an article that... Um, was it from The Verge? Tim O'Reilly... No, Tim O'Reilly linked this in okay. Google+. And it was, um, it was an article about a certain judge, um, I forget who it was... Oh, man. Panos, had, I think? No, I don't, it's not. He... he, um, he you know, took on a few cases about, you know, patent infringements and stuff, and he's basically decided that patents in the, yeah. in, you know, the tech industry are basically stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, try, you know, because all of these, all of these patents that everybody is getting, you know, all uptight about and suing each other over are basically industry standards anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And it needs to stop. It's not going to. Ever? No, I don't uh, think it. I don't think so. But I mean, when one judge says that, and he's a pretty profi- pro, high-profile judge, I think he's in the Seventh Circuit. That's pretty high up there. Um, but is he, but he's not in the forty-two court guard yet, for obvious reasons because they all died like six times. Um, but I think, like, when a judge does that, he sets a president, even though if there's no legal obligation. Um, oh, and also it's Richard Posner. I'll put a link in the show notes, but. You know, when when you set this kind of president, the idea starts to become, you know, wider. Yeah, right. Event, I mean, most people have no idea what's going on here with this kind of stuff. But people that do will eventually get caught up in it. Cause maybe, he should, uh, maybe he should make a copyright on saying that patents are stupid and then nobody else will be able to say it. I think it has to be that'd have to be a trademark. I mean, it's since the birth of patents has been so bad. Did you know that um, t- patents on technology originated in St. Paul? I didn't know that either. It was just amazing. What? Didn't you hear? No. What are you talking about? The first oh, patent gosh. ever filed for a technology product was filed right here in St. Paul in 1801. Really? Yes. I feel like you're pulling my leg. I feel oh, like you're... I'm pulling your Wikipedia further. <laughs> Oh man, that's good. So that is actually not a true story. Section eighteen oh two. Oh, my bad. Is in March, mm-hmm. so you were just three months off, but okay. could work. Um, and it was it was for the um, weed whacker. Weed whacker, not the electric one. No, it was a stick. It's a stick. <laughs> yeah, but but it was a novel stick. way to get rid of weeds. So you know. bang it with a stick. 
Yeah. Dilda Harden then goes away. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Well, <laughs> weeds. Speaking of weeds, do you have a cigarette? No. Mm. <laughs> so... Right before the show, um, Ed uh, burned some documents, and so we're just in the park lighting a fire, and um, we're, we're in the fire ring, we're doing the safe and by the books, it, it's all cool. And so we're just standing by the fire burning, all of a sudden this crazy creepy person walks up like, hey, you guys got a cigarette for me? Wait, oh, please, sir. So, so I put in. I'm like, no. I put in a link to the uh, Rob Richard Posner. So here's his quote: "It's not clear that we really need patents in most industries." Uh, he he also goes on to say that you just have this proliferation of patents. It's a problem, and he's referring to um, most industries, especially the tech industry, the electronics industry that that has such a rapid uh, evolution of products and it has such a fast turnaround. That really, when one person make, has an idea for something, other people do already. And it's not a big thing. Well, that fell over. That's interesting. Six lines of code. Right, exactly. That's a, that's a great example of why you shouldn't have software patents. And there's actually nine lines of code. But good enough. Because I could have written it in, like, one. Yeah. Pearl. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time you say Pearl, I think that you're talking about somebody named Pearl. Well, I'm thinking you've been reading too much about Hester. No idea what you're talking about. Anymore. Me neither. Well, see, now, I was there, and you were also, and, uh, you know, uh, Scarlet Letter, you know, kind of thing, Pearl. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, um, Good book. Yeah, I, it could have been. I'd prefer not to. Oh! ho <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait. So, uh, uh, seems to have gone broken. What is it? Your next story. Why? Google Docs doesn't want to work I, for me. I did do some breakage. Uh, it's working for me. So so the next thing is Amazon. You know, we love Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. And by love, I mean hate it desperately. What? Well, of course. I mean, I love free shipping, but I hate the Kindle because they rip... I love the Kindle third gen. But they rip off... Everybody? Everybody when you buy a book there because, you know, like... $9 for a digital book that you can't give away, or $12 for a book that you can read and then use for tax evasion. So, yeah, have you gotten any refunds yet? Or any... Well, I don't know. Not I, refunds, but... um, I'm, I don't know about that. I'm not... What's the word? I know what you mean. Yeah. I, I'm uh, not... So I'm, I don't know. Basically, Ryan, you're just raging against, uh, you know, digital books in general. Yeah, he, pretty just much because yes. he read the one article from RMS. He's just all against ebooks. Yeah, I've been I've I've written about this for a long time. That I I think it's very annoying to have a book that I buy not being able to uh, give into someone else. So if there was no right. derm on the book, I'd be fine with it. I would totally support digital more. Mm-hmm. But I I can buy a book for not much more and then give it to a friend if I think they would like it. Yeah, I mean I've had. For a few months now, um, a PDF of um, Dungeons and Dragons, and it's a really hard right. book. Like my, my my player's manual is all a bunch of tables, and it's really hard to quick reference that. So I finally went out and actually bought the book. Um, found out there's a spell called Knock. It's very effective. I'll uh, I'll post a picture online later for everybody listening. You know, our only listeners on the show, so it doesn't really matter. Hi there. Okay, Big if week. I say a swear word, my mom is going to be on the show. <laughs> like she's going to find a way to figure it out. Actually, actually. Somebody added the Nexus to their Google Plus circles, and I have no idea who this guy is. So, you know, what's his you know, name? 
that's good. You know, um, um, you know, one of the places that you added to the Nexus's circles. That's a really dumb thing to say, but one of the people, you, or one of the groups you added was like Space.com or something, and they added us back, which I thought was funny. Yes, that was, that was that's exciting. That's weird. Okay, so oh, here he is. He's uh, Mitch Betros. Hey there, he, Mitch. He has... <laughs> He's probably gonna get mad because I probably, uh, you know, totally messed up his name. Yeah, yeah, but he won't know unless he reads the Listens. show. But I bet he'll be read... more likely to read the show if we call the show like um, at the next special. Hey there, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be the show title now. I'm not... Maybe not. You're, you'll argue off camera. Wow. I mean, Mike. You and Revolutionary. I, I mean, I really, we really do need video if we're going to do fun stuff like that. Yeah. So if you Google David Letterman, Mitch, you get you get funny things. Not that it's relevant. I'm just saying. Um, anyway, so we back to Amazon. So you know, last right. last October, Amazon also launched their wonderful tablet, the Kindle Fire. Um, the, yes. the, the guy who was murdered in China last week bought one, I think. The Eberts? Oh, yeah, oh, the, 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 yeah. The yeah. old universe host, the one that I, died. Yeah, I forgot all about him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just concrete block in China somewhere right now. Man, you know. Where's the dick But he fire? has a fire? Well, yeah. he did, I think. Before he died. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, I, I've never personally used one outside of a demo unit at Target. That's where I was messing with it, too. Yeah. Like, where else can you find one? I don't even know. Well, I'm sure you could mess one with one on uh, Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. Not quite the same. You know, they do. No. Amazon does offer like app previews using like EC2 or something. It's kind of cool, but they don't offer a Kindle Fire preview because it's so bad, probably. Well, anyway, <laughs> so there are two things going on this week. So earlier this week, Amazon acquired a 3D map called Up Next, and it's a company that makes maps. You know what Amazon? I mean, Google did a couple months ago. They you know did some. 3D mapping announcements. Yeah, remember that? Of the, yeah, you know of the world. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Google uh, did that a week before WWDC when Apple also said the same thing. Hey, we've got 3D maps. You want some too? So, why do you think Amazon would buy some 3D mapping technology? They can. Yes, they can. But I, I could still want them to buy Yahoo no, for the patents. For the patents. Well, now let's see. <laughs> what patents could they possibly have? E-gifting. I can e-gift a digital 3D map. You know, you know what I find absurd? They have the patent on one-click purchasing. Ah, uh, you know. So this has come up a couple of times this week in various stories. But the patent for buying a product with one-click should not be a patent. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. It should be patent pending. It shouldn't <laughs> be patentable. Yeah, you know how much I hate patents. I know you I thought you were a lawyer, man. I thought you loved them. Yeah, it makes you. Oh, I love making fun of him. <laughs> you think I make money? <laughs> okay, so uh, so in response to that, so after that announcement, Bloomberg and Reuters, I think, and nope. another company also organization on whatever, they they came out with two separate rumors uh, about an Amazon phone. So initial thoughts. Go. We've known they've been coming forever. Try again, but with some more meat this time. Is this going to be like the Facebook phone? Okay, that was a good one. It's going to have a Facebook <laughs> button on it, I heard. I think it's going to have an yes. Amazon button. Like, you hold, <laughs> it up, you hold it up to something, you hit the Amazon <gasps> button, and it just gets shipped to your door. That would be pretty awesome. Cool. <laughs> that'll be a, 
the best app to have at Target. You go down Target, you look, find all the items you want, you take a picture, and it automatically adds it to your cart. Right. They would hate you. Yeah, they'd Target ban smartphones. They just block all signal. Target in Roseville kind of does that already. <laughs> but more blatantly. Like, if you go into Target, you can see their Wi-Fi patterns with, you know, apps and stuff, and it's just a molass of goo. It's horrible. Very bad. So that means you've been mapping it. What do you think I do all day at Target? I don't. I don't shop. I map Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, we're gonna go mess with RhinoNet some later. Okay, I'm all for it. Um, so, what do you? What? Let's say Amazon made a phone. What would be the gimmick behind it? I mean, not be cheap. Okay, so cheap. But okay, so you know how the Kindle? Amazon. Do you know how the Kindle Fire didn't make any money? In fact, they lost probably ten dollars on each one. I thought it was only four, but yes. Something. I mean, they lost some number yeah. of dollars. And when you think about how many they sold, you know, $17 million or so, mm-hmm. that's a lot of dollars to lose. On, on, it's okay. It's Amazon. Do you think the same well, most, thing most, would work most, for a phone? Like, um, you know, the, the Xbox and the PS3 are sold, you know, under, under their manufacturing yes. cost, too. Yes, they are. However... Typically, you have each generation, you know, sub-generation of the same product. Typically, it's mm-hmm. out for three or four years or two or three years before there's a spec bump or, you know, some technical refinement to make it cheaper. Unless it's the Wii where you just don't need a spec bump. <laughs> Unless it's the Wii and it sucks before it even comes out. I knew what you meant. Um, but phone technology, if you've noticed recently, kind of improves like every other week. That's true. Um, like there's an S4 this month and there's going to be an S5 the next month. Mm-hmm. She likes some For a moment there, orbitals. I thought you were being serious. Uh, where? What do you mean? What are we talking about? Who, me or Matt? What about, what about serious? I was. Talking to me? Oh, I, I thought you should have seen his hands. His hands were fluttering about. <laughs> like, the seriousness has been lost. What do I do? One S2. What's going on? Too many S's. What? Are you talking about my S paradigm? Yes. Well, no, so Snapdragon from Qualcomm, they named their mm-hmm. processors in terms of S units. So we have an S4 oh, right I now. Oh, I thought we were talking about the Galaxy S4. Galaxy no, no, S4. but we do have an S3 right now. Uh-huh. Man, yeah, that well, is so That's why I was confused. So Are why you do... gargling beer? <laughs> <laughs> it's Skype. Don't worry about it. Anyway, so do you think, um, how, what would they price this phone at? 100 bucks. 100 bucks. okay. What operating system would it run? It would a run heavily modified Android. Which exactly. one? Which one? Oh, gingerbread. Gingerbread still? Okay. Honeycomb. <laughs> I'd like to, you know I would I wouldn't put it past Amazon to do that. No, I. Well, think you that, know, they had they had their tablet running on a modified gingerbread. Why not? Well, I think they would probably bump this up to uh, four now. They've just, had they've had a good seven months to you know do four. Right. And I think that's fine. Maybe they'll just make their own well, or borrow WebOS. No, I don't think so. Even though it is open source, it's also owned by Google now, so it doesn't not conducive to their efforts. <laughs> so, just out of curiosity, did, did Google get like any anything from Amazon when they used? No, they did when they modified Gingerbread for it. No, or? so because um, it was all open source, mm-hmm, um, right. you know, they don't have to give anything back; it's free. Um, of course, they did contribute back some bug improvements and some various things. I mean, yeah. they, they do submit, you know, bugs and things, but it's not as if they're getting paid for any of that. Uh, right. But I, I, I think it would be likely that this phone would actually have four uh, ice cream sandwich. I, I think it's... Stock? Like- no, not stock, but I think it's likely that would be the base operating system because the next rumor I have here is a Kindle Fire 2 release date. Fire. How exciting. 
I uh, don't think it's coming out on the date they suggest here in this article. Next from, week? From, from tech.sc. Tech's, that's just tech not, source? Tech source. That is just not... What 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 is SC? What country could that be? Scandinavia? That's not a country. I got one from SC, too. It was CERN.press from SC. What is SC? Ian. I gotta know. Ian, Google. What? Why? Why do I have to do it? South Carolina. No. <laughs> that's... S-C-T-L-D. That's, that's what I'm doing. I can't pronounce it. This what is, is what, this, this, like? this is what I got. Syphilis? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not doing that. S-C-T-L-D. S-T-D. It doesn't work. Seychelles? Oh, the Seychelles Islands. Is that a place? Yeah. Okay. No, it's not a place, it's fake. That certain thing was from .ch. Okay. Now, where's .ch? What, do you remember social? What was that, .cl? So-called, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Social. What were we talking about? Oh, yes, the Kindle Fire 2. So the reason I think Ice Cream Sandwich would make sense for Amazon to, to have on both the phone but also the tablet, because Ice Cream Sandwich is tablet and phone agnostic. The, the interface can scale back and forth um, without bad things happening. So I like bad things not happening. Indeed. So I think that would be likely. So this this article from tech.sc, tech source... Which, by the way, has some grammatical errors in the article, which amused me. Well, so now after having read this, I I don't... I I don't know why I picked this as a source, but I... You know what I do here. We make stuff up. Yeah, pretty much. I just wanted this... I just... Everything we talk about has to be backed by a link, but I don't Mm -hmm. have to regard them as... So we are linkers. Oh, yeah. I run a tech blog with a link blog inside of it. Um, anyway, so I don't think August seventh is likely, but I do think a Kindle Fire two is coming very soon. I think I, right. I, th- I, I think um, it's going to probably be about the same price, and uh, I don't. I think I hope they get rid of the current one, or just replace it with the new one. Uh, Remember what they did with all the old Kindles though? They, you know, they kept on selling them. I know, minus ten bucks to the price. Yeah, but I think what Amazon would prefer is to try to get rid of the old hardware faster rather than later in this particular case. Okay, so this is what they're going to do now. They're going to sell you a fire. They're going to take $10 off the price because it's older. And if you promise to always view their ads, they'll take another 10 off. You know, I don't think they'll do that for it. I don't, I don't think that model... They've done it before. I don't think that works for the Kindle Fire, though. They've done that, they've done that for the regular black and white you know, e-ink screen Kindles. But for this, I don't think they would do that. What on earth is a fire useful for anyway? Nothing. What's a what's a tablet useful for? Well, looking I mean, cool. it is. Yeah, it is a cool. nice for charisma it, boost plus three. It really is. It's a hipster enticement. Yeah, it it is kind of an, it does fill a nice you know niche between phone and laptop. Except for you can't you call know. anybody on it. You could if you're on Wi-Fi and you're using Google Voice. Uh, so it's very limited. Even even well, so on, my laptop. on a Kindle Fire, you couldn't use Google Voice. Yeah. Well, exactly. That's why I'm saying it's useless because it's not. It's proprietary. Yeah. So he said it just like it's proprietary, like very RMS. Like it was very cool. <laughs> Good job, Ian. Good work. I guess. Who's RMS? Go to Argentina what? and you'll find his body. <laughs> okay. What, what have I done? Nothing. And maybe so, find his laptop. Okay. Okay. He wants that. Okay. So. Now that we've talked about the operating system and this this idea of having a phone, what carrier do you think this phone would land on? China. <laughs> I mean in America. Oh. I think he means America. 
<laughs> okay. That would do it. Okay. Somehow ended up in um, the universe notes. Oops. So, what do, what do you think, Ian? What carrier? I'll still pee on it. Um, probably... Sprint. Just a couple. Like, yeah, like the big ones, like Sprint and Verizon, maybe. So, exclusively I, I wouldn't, so here's what I, I think. Exclusively. I wouldn't expect it to go on, you know, prepaid networks. Well, here's what I think. Uh, I think Amazon's big differentiator coming to this market wouldn't be the phone hardware or a specific gimmick for the price or anything. Like, you'd, you know, it'd be 100 bucks, sure. But I think the differentiator would be some type of separate service provider. So... One of the things we covered a few months ago was a service called Ting, and Ting uses uh, it's from Two Cows, I believe, uh, and and well, they're three horses. I don't know. Uh, they're they're an MDNO, just like Virgin Mobile previously was of Sprint, and so what that would do for uh, Amazon is they could undercut other providers for data use and phone coverage and messaging. So you would just have ads on your phone or whatever, you know, just you know, like whenever it's in lock screen mode. Or something like somehow they would devise a way to do this. Like whenever you you know do this, you get some ad or something, mm-hmm. and that way they could undercut significant points off of your service plan. So what if it was like twenty dollars a month to have this phone? You get a couple gigabytes and you get you know some minutes and some stuff. Yeah, um, and it scales up from there. And as a benefit, it just taps into your Amazon account directly for mm-hmm. your because then you don't even have to link a credit card; it's already there. Yeah, because I've had my phone for a full month now. And I only used uh, 200 uh, megabytes or so. Yeah. So uh, So I think their big differentiator is going to be uh, an MVNO based on some carrier. And as far as I know, Verizon and AT&T are very rarely involved in doing MVNOs. On especially their AT&T. Like they, well, AT&T does do... I know they have the track. Track. But that's but not even an MVNO because it's a really, separate company. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think that's what's going to happen. That's not going to be around in five years. Uh, I thought Without that was government T-Mobile. help. I thought that was T-Mobile. Dinosaurs. Yeah. So, do do you think that's a lot, uh, a possibility, Ian? That does seem like yeah, like something that Amazon would do. Like I think that's what the phone industry really needs right now. A a uh, we've we've got differentiators on hardware, which is the iPhone. We've got a differentiators on the OS, which is Windows Phone and Android. We need a differentiator on the carrier end now, and I think Amazon has an opportunity to exploit that. And you know what's really cool? I made all of this up right now on the spot, and I've been listening to this tech crap all week on so many different channels and shows. And nobody said that. I don't so think far. so. So I am happy that I didn't steal this story from someone. <laughs> but it's happened four times already. Next tomorrow, or the next time The Verge is on, they'll cover a story that we covered. We beat them to the punch on a few things. Well, we're doing our show after Twit. And I didn't really listen that hard, so all well. Mm. Well. So let's see what else we have here in this list of show topics. Oh, no. Are we... Where are we now? I mean, it's just fragmented. Oh, uh, next we've got the uh, the 7-inch tablet. Oh, it's an iPad stories. story. Yeah. I, I know you both love talking about Apple and iPads. <laughs> Crap face. So, you've had an iPad once. I had an iPad for a full four months. Was it too big for you? It was too small. <laughs> really? Yes. Well, okay. Fat fingers go on a fat hand, which goes on a fat body. <laughs> if I'm too fat to use it. <laughs> okay. Well, you wouldn't like a 7.85-inch iPad then, would you? I wouldn't want to spend another $500 to get something even smaller. Well, I don't think it'd be $500 for one. So let's talk about... 
Let's talk about why Apple would want a 7-inch iPad. Because they love having one product, just five different versions of it. Hmm, where have I seen that before? Hmm, an iPod, an iPhone, a MacBook, a MacBook Air, a MacBook Pro, an iMac. Huh, that's weird. I don't think you even said iPad in there anywhere. No, there's only one iPad. Oh, wait, there's two of them now. Never mind, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I forget. But the new really, one. I love their naming structure. Like, it's so nice that it's just a new iPad. And it's also, it's just MagSafe 2. It's <laughs> a new MagSafe. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's, the cables and other poor stuff, they just go up by numbers, well, but the device itself does not. That raises an interesting question. This was a story from the Lightning originally, but I guess I can bring it up here briefly. But but there's been good screenshots of what looks to be a smaller dock connector for the iPhone and iPod and iPad. Nice. And um, so it's going to... Force th- everybody to buy a new cable, yes. Right, and I think it's going to go from down a 30-pin, which is what's current, mm-hmm. to a 19-pin. Of course, 19, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I, I think it's interesting because... They, they're going to do it, presumably, to make the devices thinner, but that's a likely story. So, what, let's, let's discuss why a 7-inch iPad is ridiculous. Go ahead, go. Well, I think it's actually a feasible thing. Wow, a person who hates Apple yet is defending them. I'm not defending them, I'm just saying it would be feasible for them to come out with wow. a 7-inch iPad. It's almost like you know how to talk about news. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> Okay. We need video now. <laughs> Just so you know, you know what else Do we need? Do you smell it? Do you smell it? The drugs are coming in. Is the window open? Yeah. Then why has it gone up six degrees in here since we started going? Doors. It's getting really hot in here. I know, I know. It's because you're so full of hot air. It's because we have a device running flash across the table. No, it's not. Oh, no. no it's How'd not. you do it? It's not what? How do you, so I know you have JavaScript and Flash and everything else disabled and everything on that device. I'm using Chrome. So it just doesn't work anyways, on a Mac. No, it's fine. No, I, I disabled JavaScript and Flash and everything else in Firefox for testing purposes. Oh, um, that didn't happen here. No. Still hard. Yes. Yeah, he's just breaking a church. So, so Ian, why do you think a 7-inch iPad would be great? Well, um, I mean, it seems like you know a lot of the tablets that are coming out nowadays are 7 inches. And they're all a heck of a lot cheaper, you know, than the iPad. Mm-hmm. So for your for your normal person, um, you know, the choice is pretty well. If they even know that there's tablets other than the iPad that exist, right? Uh, the the choice is pretty obvious, you know, like two hundred dollars. That's you know, that's not like a huge investment, um, you know, the way that five hundred dollars is, right? Um, and also, you know, for Creating a, a, a seven inch iPad isn't isn't far fetched from you know a UI perspective um, because you know they've got they just need to kind of scale things down a little bit um, but not too much. Well, actually, yeah. one of the cool things is uh, it just so happens that there there are guidelines for how large UI elements in iOS should be. And it turns like out forty four points by forty four points. Yes, and so then that's like point four inches. Or, mm-hmm. or yeah, point four inches. That's a really weird thing to say. Um, point four of an inch. Um, and uh, sounds worse than seven tenths. Yeah. Well, anyway. So it, it, apparently, when you scale that down, it, it's still plenty big for a person to touch. Fine. So it's almost as if it had been planned from the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. Winky dink. 
I don't know. It could be. So one of the reasons I think the seven-inch iPad makes a lot of sense is that one of the things Tim Cook said a couple of uh, months ago. I don't know if it was. I, I don't think it was at D10. I think it was at a. When he was te- at Valve. Yes, when he was at Valve. <laughs> oh. No, I think it was at um, uh, one of those um, meeting things for uh, earnings call. Earnings call. That's what. It, that's what it is. I think what he said is he's trying to make an umbrella of products and trying to cover all of the price points possible. And one of the things that Apple is famous for is cannibalizing their own sales of products. So they're on the third iPad, right? What else can they do to the iPad to make it better for someone to buy? You saw South Park. It's kind of attached to a human. Okay, so let's ask Ian. <laughs> Did you see that one? It's absolutely the worst episode of South Park I've ever seen. They sewed a guy's rear end to another guy's mouth to make a human scent iPad. Uh, I mean, it was just, it was just messed up, okay, even for okay. me. That explains the screenshots I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I really wasn't sure about that, what? and I just kind of ignored it. Okay, so, Ian, mm-hmm. I don't know what my original question was, but whatever it is, answer Something it. about making price points all over the place. Okay. Well, anyway, so one of the things, so if you had a 7-inch iPad, how much should it cost? 400. 400, okay. Why why I, would that be the case? 50. Why would that be the case when the iPad 2 is running at 399? Because a dollar more gets you plenty less. Okay, that's a be- really bad answer. So t- you said Ian 250? 250. 250? Yeah. That's what I thought also. Uh so No well, way. I think so actually. You know why? Why? So two fifty, they could they could do it for that. Then they'd probably have a price of components around two hundred and just call it good to that. And then mm-hmm. they'd, they'd get fifty bucks for profit on that. That isn't normal. Their normal thirty dollar margin though. That's a little bit less, I think. Right? I hope. Oh yeah. Fifty is fifty. Fifty of two hundred. That's that's a twenty percent margin. So that's okay. But that's not great for them. But I think they would also come out with like you know a double uh, double storage size, and then they would add another hundred bucks onto that. Plus, if they charge another. 50 bucks for a smart cover, they'll, they'll, they'll break even. Right. So I think I think they could easily um, get their high margin off of these small small iPads. But I think the base price would be 250 300 or 350 I don't. I think there would only be two, and there wouldn't be a 3G thing or a 4G thing. Really? Well, there could be. There will be. But I hope not. There will be. Because it's ridiculous. Because I don't want another the iPad 18. 3 has more bars and more wireless connections than any other device. But I uh, but I think they want to make that their premium product. So if you want that fancy stuff, you have to pay more. Plus, they, it's the same know, features they in a get, smaller box. They get a huge margin on those uh, 4G option models. Like Because they, mm-hmm. they're charging an extra 150 bucks or so. Like, it's 499 and then it's like 629 for that... Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Those are the, those mm-hmm. are the entry models. So everybody I know, and it only costs like at most twenty bucks for that radio. That's the only difference for those base plus, models. Plus, 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 you know, part of the part of the point of a seven inch laptop is that it's it's an impulse buy. Right. So, so you, know, they you don't want to have things. you don't want to have these you know four G costs that you're going to have to pay right. later on. And and I think they want to make it as cheap as possible to get people who have been reluctant up till now because they've gone through three years of iPads and it's about time mm-hmm. for people to get buying. They want people just to suddenly oh well I can buy that it's cheap. So it's as cheap as a Kindle. It's, well, yes, but hopefully they won't say that. That would be as cheap as a Nook. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. It'll be funny. Maybe. This new 7-inch iPad had three corners. Oh, that 
that'd be a travesty. No, so, so one of the things also is, you know how that fourth generation iPod is still the fifth generation iPod? You know, they haven't updated it in two years, right? So it's still Correct, using the yeah. A4. It still has the same resolution as it did back then. And it's not any different. Mm-hmm. It has a light variation. Woohoo! Um, so do you know what I was doing yesterday? I might. I was playing on a white iPod Touch. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Cool. How was it? It was amazing. Screen out was a lot better than I remembered, and there was a password on it. And so I kept on hitting the password, and I was waiting for it to lock. And as soon as it would unlock, I'd do the, um, I'd purposely go one 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 one, and then I'm like, "Hey, dude!" I was to my cousin. I gave him back his iPod, and it was like locked for an hour. Wow, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I accidentally did that to my girlfriend's iPhone, and she got really mad at me. Huh? Good was work. it just yeah. five minutes, or was it a full hour? It was a full hour. Oh, awesome. That's terrible. So, yeah. So one of the things I think that Apple will do is they'll they'll update the iPod and they'll have that at around two hundred. Mm-hmm. So you can do that. Then you'll have this For fifty bucks more. You can get a whole iPod. You well, so f- you can get a small iPad. So then for another for um, so two fifty is the small iPad for three for four hundred right. You can get for four hundred. You can get an iPad two, and for full five hundred, you can get an iPad three. That's a great coverage of it's all you- prices. It should just make it three hundred. A hundred bucks for the Apple TV, uh, two hundred bucks for the Touch, and then three hundred for the Mini, then four hundred yeah, for that, the iPad that, Two. That, that would work. And then just a hundred dollar increments. But I feel like if they want to compete with the Nexus Seven and the Kindle Fire slash Two, they'd have to make it even just a tad cheaper. They'd have to have some guy pretending to be cool holding it in a commercial, and people will buy it. That's pretty easy. And no, but they'd have to have but, Siri, but. I, I think the the fact the, the the Apple factor will apply less at the cheaper markets. How did you drink that whole thing and not die yet? I'm about to go refill. I'm thirsty, dude. I've been eating a whole can of nuts this whole show. I've been in the microphone with my face with the nuts in it. <laughs> oh my! They're God. salted nuts. They're, they make me thirsty. So so do you do do you think that's a gr- good pricing scheme? Yeah, it makes sense. So if an Apple TV is a hundred bucks, an iPod Touch is two hundred, which is the remote for the Apple TV. Uh, you know what I just realized? Maybe a Q would cost more than an iPad. I think it could, yeah, and that's that was a mistake on Google's part. I can't imagine what management guy thought this was a good idea. The one who just got fired. Probably the same person who thought that the Wii was a good idea. And he probably didn't work at Google though. I well, you know. am in eight forty seven Fairview, and I am here to tell you. <laughs> That I'm in a basement saying and this in a studio <laughs> that I like words on a wall. Okay. So we're mocking the E3 video. Anyway, so <laughs> so so I I, I like Wait, I want... wait, 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 that's not your address. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is it? It's eight forty seven. Oh. Eight forty seven isn't his address. It, it isn't. I Stop agree. whining. You're whining from the other end of the country, man. By country and state. I'm on the other side of town. What are you talking about? You are? Yeah. I thought you were at... I'm on... He's at a I'm church. I'm on the east side. Wait, wait, wait. I was... I've been informed that it's 823? I've been informed that it's 1030. And don't you have check-in in a half hour? Uh, well, it's not really check-in. I can be there whenever I feel like it. But I should be there by 11 so that I can go to sleep. Okay. Yeah. Well, good luck with that, then. Isn't it, like, yeah, two exactly. hours away? No, that's a half an hour away. I thought you were all the way at Tomahawk. I'm in St. Paul, and camp is in Cannon Falls. Oh! I work at Camp Akela. Didn't, I thought you were somewhere different. No. 
Okay. That makes a lot more sense why you're back every week. Yes, because we have one day off a week, and I can afford to drive 40 minutes to get home. Yeah. And go to the church. Yes. Yeah. So is that this all is we have? go-to place. So is that all we have on the uh, iPad story? I think so. Don't buy one. I mean, I if I could get GarageBand on this for 250 bucks, I would totally do it. Yeah, we need show music. I mean, I do need show music. Yeah. Uh, so if anybody uh, wants to uh, donate their iPad to me, let me know. I only need it for like an hour and a half. Better make it two. Okay, fine. Maybe I need it for two hours. I'll bring my own headphones, and uh, I'll bring my own pop. And fingers. And my own fingers. <laughs> I'll even bring in the microfiber cloth to clean it afterwards. The bloody world's going on over there, man. We need video so bad. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! What? Windows 7 uninstalled? I'm not going to touch it. You need to walk on this side of the table and look at this for a second. Not oh, great. Oh, no. I don't understand. <laughs> over here. You're telling me you don't see that. Oh, man, that's... Uh... What happened? Oh, dear. Oh, I, dear. I can't see it. Well, well, Ian, hi. Big week. Um, so Ignore it. So Matt's screen now has little white Hertz lines running through it. Wow. Yeah. That was a Good job. Thing. All I did was bang the keyboard. Well. So instead of Apple, you should buy HP. So uh, would you like to do the lightning now, or would you like to do the, the plug slash app of the week now? Um, I have a question well, for you real quick. Okay, question first. In Windows 8, how do you restart the computer? Oh, so go. <laughs> you know the thing on the side, the thing that pops in? On Metro? No, like on the desktop or Metro 2. The thing that you can summon on the sidebar where the Wi-Fi is? Mm. This weird black bar. You know that? No. Oh, yeah, it is. Found it. So go to settings and then go to power and then go to restart. Oh, crap, I almost hit it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's do apps. I like apps. Okay, you want to do apps first? Okay, who wants to go first with the apps? Ian, did you put that PDF thing in? I did. Okay, yes. well, will you go first? I, it's it's technically not a um, you know a phone app. No, that's um, fine. Is, no, it's it's this, anything this is, you want to plug. That's what this. Yeah. Okay. Is. So this this is for PC. Um, and I discovered it. <sighs> if you click that just, link, it automatically downloads. Don't click that link. <laughs> I couldn't find any other links to to put in there, but um, no, it it doesn't actually download the program. It downloads the Ninite installer. Evil. Um, Ninite's great. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> like it for them. some reason. <laughs> anyway, but um, no, so this program, um, I discovered it this year because I was trying to save some uh, files as PDFs so that I could use them elsewhere. As a side um, note, Ninite is sponsored by the Christian Science Monitor. Okay, resume. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and so, you know, I, I couldn't figure out how to do this in... in uh, what was I trying to do it in? I think it was Evernote or whatever. And um, and so I discovered uh, PDF Creator, which basically adds a, a virtual printer to your computer's list. And when you print something off to it, it takes that and makes it into a PDF instead. And it's great. That's pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on the, on, the, uh, on the Google here, I often save things that I want to print out. Instead of printing them, I save them as PDFs. Mm-hmm. It's a. I'll, it's nice being able to have a digital copy of a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. So is that that's free too, right? The PDF creator. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's why it's on Ninite. Well, it doesn't mean anything. Well, Ninite only has free stuff. Well, it does, but it also has things that you do have to pay for, like Mosey, or it has things where you can subscribe, like AVG, or it has things like. 
Okay, yeah, sure. You know. I see what you mean. Thanks. Good news, everybody. Hi. Restarted my computer, and when I'm looking at a white screen, I don't see it. As opposed to? A screen with text. Ah. Okay, so, uh, do you want to go for your app now? Yes, I am waiting for you to go first. No, no. All right, here we go. Okay. Just install it. All right. When I had the iPad, there was one app I really liked. It's called Angry Birds. Why is it? Just found out there's Angry Birds for Android. Um, not sure I knew about that, but um, my real app of the week is Flipboard. Oh, for I Android. I love Flipboard, and it looks amazing, and it this is actually kind of where I got a lot of my fake stories that I could never fact check. Is that board like B-O-R-E-D? Not how soundboard.co is. Well, it's not how I spell it either, actually. B-O-R-E-D. Yes, yes, yes. Kids. <laughs> so hmm. I'll put a link in the show notes to this app. It's actually a, a great app. So can you describe what Soundboard is for the... I mean Flipboard. <laughs> Flipboard is kind of like a way to get your news. Um, and it's just a way to have fun. Just shaking your finger across screen to screen because it's hi. so hi. beautiful. Hi, hi. Can I ask you a question? Hi, Merlin Man! Okay. <laughs> do you do my favorite? Do my favorite. Marker Omnet down there. I know what... Please don't email me. Oh, please don't email me. There you go. You can't play a Mark Armnet thing. And was, was that our uh, competitors? Yes, those are our competitors. You have to play like an animal. Oh, man. Like an animal. There we go. Now yeah. I can continue. <laughs> so describe what Flipboard is. Um, basically, it's random stories about whatever topics you like. Like when you first install the app, you'll tap whatever you're interested in. I'm only interested in science. There's not a tech button so it's kind of tech and science are wrapped together by this thing um and basically like does mars have a north star maybe and then you just go down to the next one because it's a stupid question oh um yeah higgs boson mm, fake um reacher say oh, yep and just flip through and it looks pretty and you get a picture and you got a few words that are natural did you just say higgs boson fake sounds fake <laughs> <laughs> well sure Okay. Okay, you're going to love, because after this we're doing the TU, and I got some stuff from press.cern, and uh, I'm <laughs> chew them out. So cool. Okay, anyway. So, um, I, I highly recommend that you tr- check out Flipboard, and if for some reason you want to, like, cry, like, at, before you try out Flipboard, I suggest you try out what I like to call Google Currents. So Google Currents is Google's lame attempt at, uh, at a Flipboard clone, and they did a really great, and by great, I mean horrible job at cloning it, and so I, I suggest you check that out. I tried it on my phone. I cried for many days afterwards. Mm. Um, so um, my app is called Mighty Text. Mm. So I found this out a couple weeks ago, and I, I just thought, well, that sounds stupid. Tried it, and I, 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 I signed up last week for it. So let me see. You if, have to sign up for it. You do have to sign up for it. That does sound like a scam. So, scam-y. so what it, what it actually? Well, it, you have to sign it up for it so that it can link your account together. You. Um, so here's what it does. What it does is when you get a text on your phone, mm-hmm. normally you have to read it on your phone. Why do I hear myself? Ian's being weird. Ian, what's going on over there? I'm not doing anything. What are you talking about? I hear myself. Where is this possible? Not for me. Wow. I got on. Well, whatever. Your head's resonating. Of course it is. Um, it could be this laptop. Anyway, so what this does is instead of just sending the message to your phone, so let's say you send me a text. It won't just go to my phone. It will go to this laptop and that computer over there. 
So what happens is when you send me a text, my phone gets it. And then over Wi-Fi, it sends it to MightyText. And then MightyText, it sends it to my Chrome browsers where the plugins are. And so then I get notified that I have a text on my phone. And it even allows me to reply locally here on the computer. And so this is... Ah, no signals! Ah! Hey, you should hold us in the window until it sends you a message. <laughs> so, Ryan... What does this do that uh, Google Voice doesn't already? Well, so one of the problems with Google Voice... <laughs> my phone! <laughs> there. <laughs> okay, first my laptop, now my phone? I'm not going to have a single working device while I leave here. Anyway, so one of the problems with Google Voice... Oh, that was fast. No, I love Google Voice. I don't use it, but I, when I did use it on my iPod Touch, I loved it. One of the problems with Google Voice is that it doesn't use your real phone number. Um, well, that's Unless you started using Google Voice before you had a phone. Right, and sin- but if you do have a phone, using Google Voice isn't exactly the most convenient thing. Uh, and also considering that I have unlimited texting, it doesn't really matter for me. Mm. What Mighty Text lets you do is it lets you do the obvious thing that Google Voice should let you do. It uses your own phone number and then redistributes your text messages to all your devices if you have a web client available, which you probably do since you probably use Chrome. It also is available for Firefox, although if you do use Firefox, I hope you die. By crying. Oh. Um, so Mighty Text is free. It's really great. I have no idea how they make money. They might have ads on the website, but I have Adblock Plus, so I don't know if they do or not. Woot. I'm not sure. Um, but overall, this thing is great. Um, nice. I'm going to try it out later. So, hold my phone. Okay, you're getting a dog rectum. So, you you do whatever you want over there. So. Okay, it's not turning on. Oh, well. You're oh. Not, yeah, you're hitting the... See this big button? I, I think it would be on, but it's uh, apparently not. What? Oh, I got a new message from myself. What? Matthew Petchel, new message. D's nuts. Oh, that, that, yeah, that's the one you just said. So, oh, okay. Well, so, anyway. Um, I so, love how it has the picture of me that's with the cheese balls. Like, it's just, ah, me. Well, I was going to send it to you, but they're they're experiencing technical difficulties. I love the swiping of your phone. It's so magical. Is it? Your screen resolution is amazing. You're telling me. I love that screen resolution. It's actually the same resolution as my previous phone, but it actually it works. works now. And so one of the nice things is that it's actual glass you're touching. Oh, cool. So it's not um, not the weird plastic nonsense I had before. That's uh, not nonsense. Wow. So I, I, if you do have an Android phone and you do, haven't tried Mighty Text yet, you really need to try it soon because any day now they're going to suddenly do something stupid and it's not going to work or they're going to be bought. They're going to be bought. And something's going to go wrong and it's going to be horrible. So get in while you can. So this brings up my next point. Why doesn't Google do this already? Because it's so obvious. Let, uh, Ian, let's say you had an Android phone and you had a bunch of text messages. Doesn't right. it make sense for those text messages to be backed up into Gmail or into some Google service somewhere if you have your account set up? Well, mine are. Yeah, but like, the, let's say you had an f- actual phone, phone, phone. I, I would be using Google Voice to text anyway. Well, let's say you had a phone with unlimited, uh, you know, unlimited stuff, right? Right. Limited texting, right. and you were a normal person. Wouldn't you hope that Google was smart enough to do this for you automatically? Yeah, they already do it with the contacts and everything. Right. So, I mean, it seems like a logical extension of what they should be doing already. Maybe there's some privacy concern, but I don't think that's what it is. I just well, don't. no, because they already, you know, your all of your emails are on Google servers, so that's you know, privacy's not an issue. Right. But maybe 
but there are some weird things. Maybe Congress has some law somewhere that says it can't be useful. Well, well, like maybe they can't make copies, but that's not true because apps do it all the time. So it does make sense. Yeah, um, I don't know, but Google needs I, to I, do this. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Google Voice is kind of what they you know they've been trying to do that. With but, Google Voice, but Google because, Voice like, is great if you don't have a phone. But if you do have a phone, no. Well, no. See, see, when I when I first heard about Google Voice, you know, I watched like the video that Google had put out for it, and they were like, you know, have you ever, you know, had somebody trying to call you, and they call you at your house, and they call you right. at your office, and they call you on your mobile phones. phone, and so yeah, it's like you know, they they just have to call one number, and it gets to all your phones. They just have to text one number, and it gets to any phones that you have that can receive texts, and. When you send text from your phone, it goes through Google Voice automatically. Well, I totally that, agree with that. I mean, that that sounds a lot like what iMessage is supposed to do eventually, too. You remember um, the guy who did the WWDC podcast with us? Um, the old educator at SPPS? Oh, yeah. Well, um, he has kids in school right now. And Does he? Yeah. Oh, uh, he's got cool. elementary school children. And so, you know, mm-hmm. elementary kids, like, I pee my pants. I have vomit in my hair. <laughs> and then there's other things too. We had a code brown at the pool the other day. Okay, I can imagine what that is. <laughs> who did it? A staff or a child? No, a camper. We have no idea who who it was. How, how much or just a little? It was it was um two chunks. It was chunk? like it was like a it was like a one one chunk right in front of the toilet in the women's bathroom. Oh, I thought you meant in oh, the pool. I was hoping it was in the pool. No, no, it was no, it was in the locker room. Well, that's room. not quite the same thing. How did somebody find it? It's a bald male area. We went, we went in there to you know okay. clean up and uh, sniff, sniff. It smells kind of <laughs> spicy in here, guys. Why does it smell spicy? Wow, somebody pooped in front of the toilet. Why would they do that? Wow, that's amazing. <sighs> I, I completely lost track of what I was saying. I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, get kids um get sick and have problems. Okay, and so, so the, the, they'd always notify the home landline, right? And so I just had it set yeah. up to for automatically forward to his phone. But that works. And so one of the things I think is that Google Voice obviously should have been more heavily integrated into Android from the beginning. Yeah, make um, part of Drive. That makes obvious sense to me. Like they uh, they did in- integrate it with Sky, or with Sprint. Well, yeah, right. At some, like, somehow, I don't remember. It's funny, you know, I think I have Sprint. How come I don't have this? Well, anyway, but I think what they need to do is they need to buy Mighty Text for the time in between when texting is still mainstream and when Google Voice doesn't take over or Google Voice-like service. Because Mighty Text makes such an amount of intuitive sense. I shouldn't need to text with my phone. My phone should do the texting, yes, but I should be able to write my messages and send them out from anywhere. Yes. Someday, it's going to be able to reach inside your neck and communicate with somebody. Yes. And at the same time, you're running a cable to the other person's neck, you can telepathically send a message half at a time. Yeah, and I can get hacked. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so that, that concludes the plug section. This is our new section that we're going to be doing weekly. And by section, I mean segment. And uh, Show. Yeah. The plug segment that you guys uh, started a long time ago. Well, and, I think and it was discontinued... called a- it was called apps of the week back then. Now I'm not calling it that because it's not always going to be apps. It's going to be plugs. Okay, it's, it's what's real... a plug? Do you know you know Merlin, right? Turns out I do. Turns out Merlin Turns out. Merlin likes to say, "Can I tell you something I like? Can I tell you about something I like? Can I?" So <sighs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm too tired. Oh, I, I yeah, yeah. I I have this pulled nerve. Okay. Um, 
Did I tell you about this raccoon? I had like a horseradish on it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear this episode. I need to know. You ne- I've only listened to it because like oh, horseradish on raccoons. <sighs> anyway, it was so, absurd. So this new plug section is about stuff we like. Like a service or an app or a website website. or whatever. Or a person. Or a person, maybe. If you like a person and you want to have them featured on the show. John Syracuse, I'll have you on next week! Does this mean that he's not allowed to talk about John Syracuse outside of the plug section now? Please? Well, if that's his significant other, you can talk about him whenever. (laughs) How did this even start? I don't remember. I don't know, but it's your. I, I'm just rolling with it now because it's hilarious. <laughs> All right, you know I'm what? Now that the God. now that the plug section is over, I need to go because it's 10:42. Okay, well, thanks for uh, coming in, uh, and uh, I hope you have a uh, good week at camp. Yep, always a pleasure, guys. Yep, have a good one. Remember, accuracy counts. Bulk bag, yes, especially when you're pooping. Indeed, we aim to please, so please aim. Wow, that's good. You should write a plaque for that. That's good, yeah. In brown ink. Okay, have a good one, Ian. I think he's gone. So. Well, thanks for being on, Ian. And just so you know, now we gotta, like, censor it. Like, I was gonna, like, say something really awful about him as soon as he went off air. Why didn't you just do it? I'm so glad he's off air. No, it doesn't sound sounds rehearsed because I kind of pondered it. I mean, I'm just not good at rehearsing things. I'm not spontaneous enough. So do you want to do the lightning now? Might as well. Okay. Do you do you want to... Do, we're going to do this alternating thing as we um, always do. So do you want me to go first or would you like to go first? You should immediately start going first until... By the way, my screen is legitimately fine now. That's good. I'm glad your screen is legitimately not broken. Sniff, sniff. Wasn't that good? Okay. Yeah, was... So do you want me to go first or would you like to go first? You pick now immediately. How did you get that left bracket U hyphen nine? What are you? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. <laughs> I don't know. There, uh, you go first. Uh, I'll okay. be ready. Vizio, the creators of some really fantastic laptops and all-in-one PCs, have also launched a Google TV of their own, and it has a great processor in it. However, the remote looks very similar to what I like to call a boat. A boat? Really? Yes. The the, the remote has like twenty five buttons on it. Hmm. Yeah. And that's by twenty five, I mean like one hundred fifty. Yeah. So, want to know something cool? I'd love to. Uh, YouTube and Google Plus uh, gro- are growing closer, like they're trying to merge all their products together. And so now the user can switch their username. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just going to be kind of cool. That way you can keep your profile straight. Like, and like how you want to like say, hey, I'm, I'm going to add this to Google Plus and not just my YouTube account. Um, they're never going to completely blend. It's impossible because YouTube wants to be good. And, Have and you if- noticed how not good it's been? Well, well, one of the things is for this particular thing is most of the time when people leave comments on YouTube, it's usually defamatory, rude, and, um, you know... I see dude nice vid sometimes. And, and like, relatively just... thoughtless comments. Yeah. And so now people are going to be encouraged to use their Google Plus comments or profiles, and if they do that, their names are usually attached to that. So that may or may not clean up YouTube. So uh, earlier this week, specifically last Sunday, so not, not today, last Sunday... Mm-hmm. Um, Mobile Me went down for good, and um, all over the place, websites that used to be hosted at Mobile Me that people had forgotten that were hosted at Mobile Me went down. So if you have anything over at Mobile Me, you still can get your data out, but any services that were previously active are now turned off. Kind of sounds what happened to Mega Upload or Mega yeah. Path or yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. So for I have a message for you guys. Uh, um, so if you're using XP, did you know 
for thirty nine ninety nine. You could upgrade to Windows eight. Yeah, Windows eight Pro. Pro. Yeah, it's pretty fancy. Yes. So um, if you if you want to do that forty dollar deal, you have to download it. If you do want a disc, it's only seventy, so it's not not a big deal. Or you can just coax your friend into making a red bar blatantly. Yeah, um, it's a really cheap thing. So upgrades are available from Windows XP, Windows Vista, and Windows Seven. Yeah. This know, this deal does expire, however, on January thirty first, two thousand thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, that's fine. Well, not two thousand twelve, so yeah, that would be a problem. <laughs> yeah, but um, upgrade. Yeah, it's better than it, speed. Definitely upgrade. I can the the people who have been selling domains left and right. You know those TLDs like dot Google dot book dot you suck dot hello big week. You know them. You know mm-hmm. I can. Were well, the guys that. Sold the guy's name for some. So, no, no, wait, no, that was GoDaddy. GoDaddy. Well, yeah. so these are TLDs. Yeah. So ICANN has now been set up and contracted for another seven years of running the domain name servers and selling out all of the TLDs by Ina. Hmm. So we've had another seven years of this TLD nonsense before some other more competent agency can take this over. Of course, one of the reasons ICANN has always been kind of in dispute is that it's an American-run entity. So the rest of the world kind of doesn't really like it. Great. Yeah, that's what Make I them deal with it. Yeah. So, um, I know you, you're a big Chrome user. I love Chrome. And, um, I know it's awful, um, and you have to make your day a little better each day. And the only way to do that is if you start seeing ads inside your extensions. Wouldn't that just be wonderful? Wouldn't that just make your day? You know, it remind me, uh, reminds me a lot of Firefox, actually. Oh. Firefox used to have ads in their, uh, extensions and plugins. Really? Yeah. Well... Now that Firefox is going away, Chrome can just do whatever they want because they don't have to compete with them. Actually, they don't have to compete with them anymore. Yeah. It's, it's Chrome and Opera these days. So you're telling me ads are now in Chrome extensions? Yes. Is that what you're telling me that you failed to mention? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mentioned it in a funny roundabout. Without actually mentioning it kind of way. Which is exactly what I specialize in. I know. So Google is shutting down five services. Now, not all of them are important. They're shutting these these down over the next year or so. Now, one of them they're shutting down is iGoogle. Uh, They're shutting that down in about 16 months. So next November, November 2013, it will be gone for good. Oh, they're also shutting down Google Video, even though they had done that previously. However, this time they're actually moving the videos to YouTube. and They've done that before. Well, now they're really going to do it this time. (laughs) Okay, how many times did Wave go and come back? Um, it well, it never really came back. It just worked. It would, it worked. It would work for you, right? So it didn't, and you could use it. Yeah, it, it, they they've been sundering and sunsetting the Google uh, Google Wave for a long time. Um, I don't remember the other the other three. I believe uh, services aren't that interesting, and I I, I hadn't heard of them uh, previously to this. One of those is the Google Talk chat back box. It's a thing you can embed on your website. The Symbian search app. For Symbian phones, that's what Nokia used to make. And also Google Mini, a enterprise, like, internal search engine. Wow. So those are going away. Okay. Now, um, before we do, I do the next story, I want you to go to the next link, the Canada.com slash technology. I would thing. love to. Now, do you see the word research? I'm, it's loading. Hold okay. on. That is bad. Does it look bad for you, too? Yes. Because, I mean, I just... Wanted to make sure it wasn't just my computer again. No. We, we, I had some problems with an E and an R earlier. No, that is correct. Okay. Either way, we're going on with the story. So, RIM. They're dying. Everybody knows it. Um, You've got to say the name. Blackberry? No. The name of the CEO. 20 foot points. You can do it. Thorsten Hines. Wow, you got it in one shot. Good work. 
after finding the article. Basically, this man believes that a company that has gone from doing moderately well... You mean extremely well. Like, they were the top-of-the-line phones like, I meant back like in last 2006. Year. Like, I meant, like, they last two years. They, like, do, they, they were doing okay. They, they, they were breaking even. I don't know about that. And then, like, they were doing okay, and then all of a sudden they just went, pew! Yeah, yeah pretty much. That First, company who, who could pull that complete thing in four years is doing fine. Nothing wrong with it. So, say one of the direct quotes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with the company as it exists right now. Wow. Now that is a guy who has no clue what he's talking about. It looks like he's holding an iPhone. <laughs> and he, he also said that death, I mean, oops, I mean, Rim, is not in a death spiral. He's also said that. He's, he said a lot of weird things. It's not in motion either. No, it is. It's def- very stale. No, 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 very stale. Also, uh, Nintendo's president has, oh, has shared what I like to say is called the obvious. He is, he claims that the 3DS, you know, that, that weird, junky, mm-hmm. th- you know, DS dual screen thing, he says the 3DS momentum is so low in America and in Europe. But So the most of the world defines the Yeah, pretty much. But, you know, for some reason, it's doing extremely well in Japan. And he's sad. But that, and it's like, wow, I'm surprised that's news to you. Maybe they have eyes that can handle it. Maybe people here in America and Europe weren't convinced that 3D was great on a handheld device, and maybe they weren't convinced that spending another two hundred to three hundred dollars wasn't a good upgrade. Hmm. Maybe. Wow. Well, no one's even a bigger wow than that. Could it be anything. So you 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 gave you put a lot more stories in this week than I have, and so I haven't seen some of these stories yet. And so I thought this image you had me you linked. Was a joke. This Best Buy. The, the, the Best Buy is having a so new first, look of I, the store. At first, I thought it was a joke too, but as I read into it, it wasn't. It's not. Well, that um, first picture is a joke, just so you know. But it but, has to be. But um, but the but on other websites that that go into more detail about this, they actually do have. Um, so stuff about as you as we're talking about spiraling death spirals, um, Best Buy, um, they're trying to look like Apple. Yeah. So do you want to describe on how they're going about that? Glass. Okay, so what what they're really doing is what they're trying to do is they're trying to make their stores more friendly and more acceptable. And so, adding more theaters and showrooms. So one of the things they're doing is they're doing a solution. That's a hard thing to say for some reason. Solution center. So it's essentially a genius bar. So it's essentially a desk with a bunch of you know chairs and like stools and or something. So like the Geek Squad table. It's essentially the Geek Squad table. It's just in the center of the store or something, and you can sit there and get help. But I wonder if you can get help with any product without having a plan from them, or if it's like all like you know. Are you supposed to be here? Do I know anything? I'm dumb. Hi. What is that? Is that a computer? Hey, am I getting paid to talk to you? I, don't I think know. I am. I'm... So I'm going to squawk, squawk. <laughs> we both got it. Yeah. Um, they're also uh, introducing a, a thing where uh, customers can pay for items. At multiple locations around the store, so if there's a line in one place, you can go somewhere else. So how it is right now? Um, I buy a laptop. I buy it from the laptop. Right, register. but what they're if doing? If I buy a video game, I buy it from the video game. But, cash but I think register. what they're going for is more like the Apple Store's iPod Touch solution. It's a 
you know, customly rigged iPod Touch that lets you scan a barcode and just... That was pretty fancy. That is pretty go- cool. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I, I noticed when I was there, too. And they're also having more room around the store so people can roam around and look at things without being assaulted by ads and signs and people who are not, you know, completely stupid. Um, so they're, they're putting people through intensive training courses, which probably will be nothing. And they're also going to be providing extreme incentives for people who are satisfied. And finally, the stores are going to be a little bit smaller than the existing stores. So one of the things, you know, the Roseville Best Buy, they Mm -hmm. moved locations so they could have a bigger store. Turns out that hurt them, apparently. So isn't that the weirdest thing? Mm. You know, it goes against traditional thinking. Bigger is better. Um, I got a quick video to show you. Oh, I'd love video. Do you want um, you want audio? Yeah. So do you know? Um, you said training for employees and stuff, and you all know how that always works out when a company shows you a video at the start. And somebody actually went through. Do you know that company you love? That Wendy's. I love Wendy's. Yes, actually. Have you seen their training videos? I haven't. Let me know when you want the audio because you're muted right now. Okay, let's go for some audio. Wait, I'm I've muted myself locally. You can't see video. And That's so fine. I don't need to see it. Bad. Oh, it looks way too quiet. Right That's fine. Spending guitar on a spatula right now. Are you with me now? Get ready. We're gonna lay them down. Now beats got grain to it just like wood. You got to follow the arrow to lay it down like you should. From the front to the back, you got to lay it down. Face it evenly, not scattered around. Next, you got to soften the meat from the back to the front to make the taste complete. Not too little, not too much. With a little finesse, you'll get the touch. What's coming up next is our key to success. We'll turn the meat and do a 400 press. Don't wait too long, I emphasize, or the meat won't reach the proper size. When things start to sizzle, you're ready to go. Gently turn the meat, but don't be slow. Just turn them over easily. We don't want a broken penny, that's a guarantee. Press out the corners, one, two, three, four. Rock it a bit, are you keeping score? Top and bottom, left and right, and you'll get a patty that's out of sight. Press out the okay. corners. So while watching this, I'm just thinking... Best Buy really could do a, um, a training video like this. If the computer's not working, sell them a new one! You know, uh, a couple months ago, I wrote about this Best Buy thing, so let me see if I can find that story. Um, but one of the things I think Best Buy has the opportunity to do, not only can they ma- remake their website and stores more to be more Apple-like in, 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 in a sense, they can also be a filter. So, you know, like, when you walk into Best Buy, there's a bunch of junky laptops, right? Mm-hmm. 
they could do some, I know it's weird, but they could do some due diligence and they could take away the crap. Now, I, I know it sounds weird, but they could do that. And so mm-hmm. one of the things I think they could end up doing is if they wanted to, they could find laptops that actually worked well. And they could not pick laptops that had a bunch of crap around them. And they could pick laptops that they knew worked. Um, you know, CNET, they buy a laptop, they test it and write a review. Best Buy could do that, too. They have employees. They have people there. Why not? That was a dinosaur, no yes, doubt. Yes, that was a dinosaur. Um, well, how do I say this? With the exception of the phone area, all the management people are, they don't know what they're doing. Right, but what I'm saying is this Best um, Buy has a great potential to do this. And of course, they'd have to change a lot of stuff. But they're already changing stuff for this change, so why not? And can I tell you something? What? I, I know some people who work for the executive area for Best Buy. I hope they're not listening. Um, they don't even know what a computer is. They honestly... That's really I, bad. I don't know how they run a, a company that sells technology without even knowing technology. how to use Windows. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, uh, you know, speaking of a company that should know technology and apparently doesn't, why don't we talk about Apple? I thought so, they are pretty good about that. So this week, there's been a lot of... What's a word for... Scandals? Bad things happening. Hullabaloo. How about that? <laughs> okay. So there's been about a, a lot of hullabaloo out of, uh, this week about Apple. Because something happened earlier this week that, cro- that that caused apps to crash instantaneously upon launching them. So you, you, you download an update for an app, you open it, it crash. You, you delete it, you re-download it, you open it, crash. So what happened was... Apple uh, did something earlier this week to their digital signing server. You know the thing, you know, how apps have to be signed to be, like, you know, run. So mm-hmm. it's called FlarePlay. They, they use the same technology in their uh, iTunes music. And so, so for some reason, it was broken, and any time an update went through and this was applied to it, the app would crash when a person downloaded it and then opened it. Wow. And, and of course, people were angry, and so then they wrote one-star reviews on all those apps. And, uh, well, everybody's sad now. But, of course, Apple did something. They fixed it. But a week later, without really telling why and what happened. That works. So it is fixed. And if you had an app that didn't work earlier, try it now. But there's a lot of apps that just don't work out of the box. That's true. But most apps that uh, do get through the App Store are reviewed. So it doesn't make a lot of sense for them to crash instantaneously upon loading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's still pretty bad. Yeah. So for a company that's supposed to do technology stuff, they kind of miss this one. They made it up though. How did they make it up though? I mean, they um, they took down they took they took down all of the one star reviews. But isn't that just kind of like um... it was their fault? So those reviews weren't based on the apps; they were based on them. So it's fine. I don't know. It seems. But what if it? Let's look at the timestamp. Or well, so what they did is they issued a re-update. So the way App Store reviews are sorted is they're sorted by uh, by version. But Apple has the magic power to make separate versions with the same version. So let's say you had app 4.2.3. Well, you might name that version 4.2.3, but Apple can make a separate 4.2.3. And uh, so all of the apps that were hit by that were just reissued. And uh, those reviews are still up there, but they're just you have to go looking for them if you want to see them. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so I got a story for you. It's about Android. It's better. Um, so, ever heard of um, the Cyogen mod team? 
I have heard of them. Um, so basically, they listened to everything that Google did at I.O., and then they are getting ready to, uh, they got stock and everything, I guess, and they're ready to move forward with their next version of, I guess, and I have no idea what this company is for, and they have a ridiculous logo. So CyanogenMod is a uh, ROM of Android, so it's usually a, as close to stock as possible, and uh, CyanogenMod 10, CM10 ROMs on, based on Android 4.1 are going to be started on as soon as a stable CM9 based on Ice Cream Sandwich is completed, so that'll be very soon. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this is great news. So my touchpad, for example... Touchpad, you know mm-hmm. that HP yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That is a candidate for Jelly Bean, actually. So that'll be great. So it's Really? Sti- you think yeah. it could handle it? It actually could, yes. Wow. It, it has like a 1.2 processor, and it has plenty of memory, it, 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 I, I hope. Hmm. Do you know if they're still making those? No, they're not. Okay. Do you know if there's like some shipment of them that's hiding somewhere? There totally could be. Yeah, because I've heard rumors that there's no shortage of them. But, well, I'm sure there's not. You know, they're 99 bucks. Everybody bought them. Yeah. Um... So, let's see here. Time.com, Facebook, and others are investing in what I like to call an internet upgrade. They're investing in this under, you know, under ocean, undersea internet cable. Yeah. Now, you're going to have to tell me more about this. It's uh, pretty cool. They're doing it all through submarines. So, they're going to lay, like, fiber optic and yep, connect a, new, a bunch of Yep, a new fiber stuff? optic cable. Um, it's a, actually a bunch of fiber optic cables. Um, it's going to connect most of... Um, the east coast of Asia and part of Japan and a bunch of other stuff. It's going to make things a lot faster for. Those so is it going to connect there. across the Pacific Ocean to America, or is it just? No, it's just um, just Asia. It's just Asia. That's true. Um, it's going to go all throughout the sea. Like it's just along the coastline, but out of ways. Oh, okay. Um, it, it, instead of running it across land, where right. something's obviously going to happen to it, they're going to put it in the sea where something could happen to it. Like somebody could just park an anchor on it. Well, I'm sure it'll be shielded by something. Hard. What happened to Africa? I don't know what happened to Africa. Oh, wait, they lost in order for a couple of years. No, just everybody had to go through one line. Like, there was, well, I know, like, I remember. And lines. that one ship just happened to hit it. I guess um, I was reading more about it. Um, it. It wasn't like they dropped an anchor on right. it. Um, they were just, they never brought it up all right. the way. Right, It takes work to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, this is going to be a big upgrade for them. Um, it's a huge project, and it's um, probably going to be ready by um, the third quarter of 2014. Well, that's good. That's actually really soon Yeah, for this kind um, of thing. The one thing I'm having a hard time understanding is um, this needed to get done and everything, but why did Facebook want to give $450 million to this project? Um, Have you ever heard of this little country called China? Yes. So if Facebook can make internet speeds in China faster, which is absurd because everywhere except America, internet is already fast... You can't use the internet in China. Well, no, you can actually. You can legitimately use the internet. You just can't use the internet you just that can't everybody use else. Facebook. You just can't. No, use you can internet. use Facebook. You just can't use all of Facebook. And by all, I mean most. And by most, I mean pretty much any of the features that people wanted to use. So why would they want to do that? Just to anger the Chinese government? No, 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 not at all. They're trying to get into the Chinese government. No, hmm. if Facebook can get into China, that's another billion people they can con into using their service. That's sort of a great meme. You remember the road constri- the road officials? Yep. <laughs> Inspecting the yeah, underwater yeah. line? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a good one. Mm. Yeah. I've only had Photoshop skills, I'll make that. But I, I really don't. Oh, um, and so, um, you know W3Schools? I do know them. I love their new banner. It looks nice. Yeah, it's, it's, I haven't it's, been there in a while. It's not much different, but it, it just oh, looks... Oh, that, that, that green W and looks the three? better. Yeah, that's nice. Um, but uh, they have a beautiful thing for, from... Um, Starting in 2002, they have um, a 
all browsers, like um, all major browsers, like they have a distribution of what's been most popular. Um, and so back in 2002, um, 83% of the world used Internet Explorer, and 8% used Netscape, and 5.2% used AOL. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so this, the whole world's always been dominated by Internet Explorer. And um, now it's finally hit less than 15%. Um, that's usage. pretty impressive. So is that yeah. like across all versions? Across all versions of Internet Explorer. That's, yeah. that's incredibly impressive. Yeah, and um, so you already know what's in the lead. Chrome, I hope. Chrome. Yeah, but not by much. Safari is right behind it, according to this. You know, uh, that's, that's, June of 2012. That's really interesting. So how much? Um, how much are those percentages actually? What are those percentages? Do you, Do you have those okay, numbers? Okay, okay. okay, I'm blind. I'm sorry. So I saw the Chrome was 41.7. And I thought Safari was 41%. It's 4.1%. Okay, you really need to use your eyes and look. They don't work. <sighs> Officially. But I knew that wasn't right, because I knew Firefox was behind them. And uh, Well, it also doesn't make sense, because that means half the internet would have to be like on a Mac or something. Because nobody uses Safari on Windows. That's absurd. Except me. I love the cover flow through that browser history. Yeah, I know. It looks so pretty. Sure but I am opera to the core. Which has consistently been 2. 2.2, 2.2, 2.3, 2.3, 2.3, 2.4. Dude. I know so, your period was Jurassic, but that is still bad. So, there have been these two frogs in this well. I saw them last night. They're in there. They're in the well? Yeah, they're in the well. I found them. How do they get out? They didn't. So you're just killing frogs? Well, I, 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 I couldn't find them earlier today. Like, I looked down there and I couldn't find them. So I can only apparently get them out at night when they come out. What do they do during the day? I think they um, sleep. And they mm. kind of look like rocks. So, yeah. Yeah. But um, in yeah. 2003, Opera was at 1.2% of market share. Imagine that. In January. Right now, they're at 22 Well, they improved, but not by much. And so does, almost um, 10 years, Does W3 years? schools have any mobile browser stat usage? Mobile? Mobile? No, they do not. That's not cool. to the best of my knowledge. Mm. Um, you'd how, have to... How good is your knowledge? Mm, uh, browser mobile. Browser mobile. Mm. Scanning, scanning. Mm. Scanning. Mm. People like iPods. iPhones and Android. Those percentages don't even make sense. Yeah, they really don't, do they? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on over there? Total usage of the web. Oh. Well, now, see, that's that just makes sense now. misleading, though. But anyway, okay. Wow, people need to use their phones more. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm glad I used Dino. Hmm. I wonder, though, when Windows 8 comes out, what that'll be like. Because on Windows RT, at least, on the tablets, if those do take off, which is unlikely. But if they do, the only browser you can use on them right now, technically, is Internet Explorer. Because you can get a Chrome on there. But Chrome won't be accelerated because it can't use just-in-time compiled JavaScript and stuff. Hmm. So true. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So you got anything else? Um. I love you, John. Um. I hate Apple. And feel free to email me at uh, matt at nexuslabs.org. No, no FSF today. You can also member email me at uh, members MTP at members.fsf.org. Okay, then. Happy? Yes, I am. John, email me. (laughs) I love you (laughs) so much. I love you more than I love Justin Bieber. (laughs) That was his voice. (laughs) 
Well placed. <laughs> I'm glad. Okay, so of course you can find me just about anywhere. Ryan Rampersada, you can find me on the Twitter, especially at RyanMR. Of course, this is At The Nexus, the show we do weekly on Fridays when and we are available. I heard something interesting. Oh, really? You can now get an RSS feed to your Twitter. Yes, I can. I, I will put this in the show notes. You can get an RSS feed to my Twitter, or you can just follow me on Twitter, which would be better, honestly. Of course, you can find this show. What is this show? This is episode 32. You can find this show at... The-Nexus.tv slash ATN32. They've already found it if they're listening to it. Well, I know, but you can find all the show notes. Some people get this delivered through their phone or their feed, so they don't get the show notes then. So if you want the show notes, you can go there and get it. Ian Buck, find them your own self. Uh, So, uh, yes, and of course, we do the show weekly. We cover tech news, and we discuss all sorts of fun stuff. This was a great show. This is one of the best I've had in a long time. (laughs) I got a little off topic. That's why it was so good, actually, I think. Yeah. Um, Nobody can listen for two hours. No, uh, I don't Or an think so. hour and 42 minutes. 42? It's going to be a lot longer than that when I'm done with it. Um, well. So, um, Sam, if you're listening, I hope you get out of... You're in China. I hope if, you, uh, if you're listening, Sam, I hope you get out of your... Uh, imprisonment. Imprisonment soon. Permanent imprisonment. Because... You know, he uh, made contact, didn't he? Uh, he did, but you don't know that was him. Yeah, that's why I didn't respond He yet. didn't send his PGP key. Yeah. So, or the FSF membership ID, right? Or no, GPN. Oh, that was it. Yeah. But I, f- I found that business card again. I left it in the truck, and this is so weird to see again. Uh huh. But when he gets back, we're having a feast. Okay. Not of him, with him. Oh, make good distinction. I don't want to eat them. Okay. Well, this been a good... Chinese germs. Okay. Well, this has been a great show. Uh, uh, big thanks to Ian Buck for being the guest, and uh, yeah. Yeah, big week. Yeah, have a good one.